Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here from Life Poured Out International. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Ephesians 5.14 declares, Awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Again, this is for believers, this scripture, not unbelievers. The Apostle Paul spoke to, spoke this to the church at Ephesus. Awake, believers, rise and shine. May the glory of the Lord rise and shine upon you. And so as believers, our hearts need to be awakened to the beauty of Jesus, to the power of who we are as believers, to the reality of the word of God, so we could truly be effective warriors in the kingdom of God today in the world around us, light in the world, salt in the earth. And so um, always pumped to be on this show with you guys. Thank you so much for those who are listening constantly, for sharing this podcast with your friends and your family. And I want to start off every show like I usually do with the scripture. And I'm going to read from James 5, 16. I'm going to read the same scripture in two different versions. And I'm actually only reading the second part of the scripture just because I want it to have a punch right here. This is James 5, 16, and it goes like this. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. This is where we're going today. We're talking about prayer, okay? And so I love this scripture. It resonates with my spirit. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. And that's not just for men. That's women. That's children. That's those who are in Christ that have faith in him, that pray, that cling to the Lord. It's effective prayer and accomplishes much. And now out of the Passion Translation, I just looked it up in the Passion Um, for those who don't know the passion translation, I highly recommend looking into it, but I just, I said, let me look this up in the passion and see how it sounds. And I loved it for the tremendous for, it says for tremendous power is released through the passionate heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. I want to say that again for tremendous power is released through the passionate heartfelt prayer of a godly believer believer James 5:16. This is what we're going to get into today. I want to talk to you today about prayer secrets and I have my good friend on the show Dr. Akeem Collins. He's an empowerment specialist, a respected prophetic voice in the church. He's a life coach, a, a itinerant minister, he travels all over the world. He has written several books including best-selling books Heaven Declares, Command Your Healing, um, 101 Prophetic Ways God Speaks. He's been featured on many TV programs, including Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, The Word Network, God TV, you know, isn't the Elijah's List, but on TBN and Cornerstone TV, you know, he's also a contributor to the Charisma Magazine. This guy, he's always writing books. Every time I talk to him, he's got books in the work. He's a prophetic scribe. He's anointed to write and to release messages and teachings to equip the body of Christ. So, Hakeem, bless you, man. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, my friend, Michael, I am so honored to be with you and on and God bless those who are listening. Absolutely. And yo, you also have a podcast as well with Charisma, Charisma Podcast Network, right? Called, called Prophetic Breakthrough. That's correct. Uh, I'm excited about that. And we're kicking off a new season coming up very soon. Awesome. 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 So I know this is probably the third time you've been on my show, maybe the fourth time. And so, you know, for some of my you know listeners, they, they are aware of who you are, but maybe just give us a snippet of your background and kind of what you do currently in ministry. Sure. Well, I am from Wilmington, Delaware. I'm located outside the Philadelphia region. I um, was raised in a home that was um, 
by a single mother who was not a believer at the time, and mm-hmm. my father was a Muslim, and so it was really an environment very hard to be raised in because of the culture um, and the place that I was staying and living. But God just did something very sovereign, used my grandmother to bring me into Christianity, um, and uh, my foundation is a Baptist. <laughs> and so from there, um, there was just sovereign, supernatural things begin to occur, even in the Baptist church, that God just wanted to do to get my attention. Absolutely. And so from there, um, I gave my life to the Lord by actually seeing an angel standing behind my blind pastor who was preaching a message of Jesus. And from that encounter, I actually just gave my life to the Lord. And then it was just a seek to experience more and more of that type of encounter of the supernatural, the prophetic and all of those things. And, um, just through that, I, I found myself doing something I wasn't proud of, and I was locked up, <laughs> uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, God gave me an ultimatum. He visited me in the uh, in the jail cell and spoke to me and gave me an ultimatum, basically saying, um, listen, today, choose who you will serve. And yeah. um, oh, he yeah. said, I didn't call you to a prison ministry. I call you to a prophetic ministry. And mm-hmm. you know what my choice was. I said yes to the call, and like 10 minutes later, I was released from jail, and I never looked back. And from there, it's just I've been on fire for God and just ministering, traveling, writing, preaching the message of the kingdom, and just just pouring out God's love and His glory, and I'm activating people to hear the voice of God. And so that's what I'm doing now, and I love it. Absolutely, man. You're making a huge impact. I got a copy of your book here called 10 Prayer Secrets, Supernatural Power for Your Breakthrough. Beautiful book, man. Awesome. It's, you know, it's small. It's got every single day. You've got scriptures. You got, you got the 10 secrets, but you also got tons of, um, you've got a 30 day prayer and all these amazing things here in this book. And so, man, I highly recommend people to grab it. But listen, I know most, you know, you've written several books previous to this and they've been about prophecy and hearing the voice of God and how the voice of God speaks. And now you're writing a book on prayer. And I absolutely love that, man, because the foundation, the heart of prophetic ministry is prayer. It's intimacy with God, hearing from God as we connect and fellowship with them. So how did, how did the Lord begin to birth this book in you? Well, he birthed that in me, well, basically just like the disciples in Luke chapter 11, verse one, where we don't see where Jesus is teaching them basically uh, the model of prayer, in other words, of being a template of prayer. They didn't ask Jesus, show us how to cast out devils, show us the miraculous, show us how to multiply food. But what they asked was, teach us how to pray. And so Mm. from there, I I just used that, um, even when I was young, as a model for myself to really understand my purpose, to understand that God does want communion with us. He wants to speak to us. It's not religious or, you know, just reciting words to him, but it's really to uh, have a, a really a fellowship and a communion and that God does hear us when we pray. And so it was that place where I needed to know who I was and what God had called me to. And so it was in prayer that I actually started having these particular encounters where it was dreams, visions, or whatever he puts in my heart. And so it is in prayer that we discover our passion. So it was my desire to equip the body of Christ with simple keys, principles of really, really real people, real characters in the Bible that just like you and I, Michael, that is able to see prayers answered. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to bring and present to the body of Christ at large. That's why I wrote this book. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, Man, I just, I, I love that because prayer, I mean, I mean, prophetic ministry is birthed in prayer. And that's how, like, at the end of the day, when I, when I got saved, I encountered the presence of God and I fell in love with who he is. I fell in love with his presence. And as I began to seek him, as I began to seek him and spend time in his word, 
he began to speak to me about who I am, my destiny in him, my my calling to ministry. That this book, you know, our, our life is not just, hey, we're just studying the Bible and it's it's only intellectual or knowledge-based, you know, building up our knowledge, which puffs up, but it's growing in the love of God, growing in a deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit, which prophetic ministry and, you know, evangelism and pastoring and every gift that there is, is, is birthed in prayer. And I just... I absolutely love that. And you talk about, you know, 10 prayer secrets and you break that down in your book. Yeah. 10 chapters about 10 different secrets to really help believers, you know, you know, enrich their life, you know, to have a, have a really enriching prayer life. But your first chapter, uh, one of the secrets is discovering your passion. And you just mentioned that about you discovering your passion. And I pulled a quote from your book. You say in your book that God wants us to find a point of passion that sets our prayers on fire. Tell, tell us about that. I, mean, I love that quote. Yeah, I always say, too, that every purpose needs passion to fuel it, or mm-hmm. to fuel it, in other words. And so mm-hmm. we we need to really understand our purpose. God wants us to understand it, because that's the place where we can actually fulfill the call of God on our life, wherever that may be. And so prayer is the place, I believe, is the birthing room for God to reveal those things. And so when you don't know your purpose, then when you go before God, it's really kind of not saying it's empty, but it'd be not really effective because you're not going and believing that God is going to speak to you. He's going to reveal himself to you. He's going to share secrets with you about mm-hmm. you and, and what you're called to. And so I think that we need the passion that will connect and merge with purpose. And then that's when we can see a wildfire. Things will begin to uh, happen and things begin to uh, manifest even greater. And so I think that us knowing our purpose and having passion, you know, passion to fulfill it, I think that is uh, really, really key. And so prayer um, allows that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing how when we pray, when we set aside time to be with Almighty God, the Eternal One, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, when we spend time with this Eternal God, He doesn't just reveal to us who we are. Identity is huge. We are sons of God. We're the righteous of God in Christ. We are beloved. You know, he talks to us about our identity, but he begins to reveal who he created us to be from before the foundation of the world, that we were predestined for good works, that he did when he when he created us and formed us in our mother's womb. He had ideas for us and he had a clear path for us to go down and he knew exactly what time, what error, what city what, you know, what family he wanted to plant us in so that we could be the most effective in our lifetime for the kingdom of God. And it's just a, it's a beautiful thing that as we spend time with him, we know who we are, but at the same time, he unfolds purpose to us. We begin to see who we are and what we're called to. The more we just spend time lingering long in the presence of God, just like Joshua, you know, in the book of Exodus, Joshua was lingering long in the presence of God. And then when Moses you know, was disobedient and did not come into the promised land. God called Joshua because he was a man who lingered in the presence and he received purpose in that time of presence and prayer. And so I just, man, that is so, so important. I feel like there's so many believers out there that don't know their purpose. Yeah, that's true. And I believe that God wants to reveal that. And, you know, he doesn't want us to be like a dog, you know, chasing our tail, going life in circles. He wants to reveal those secret things. He's a father. He's relational. You know, he don't want us to pray perfect prayers. That's not what he's looking for. But he's looking Mm. for, or even prayers like we're begging him. You know, we are uh, king priests. We are, you know, we are co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And so, you know, he wants us to know 
our identity, our purpose, why we are here. You know, not just, you know, get saved, but he wants us to be effective in the earth and to change generation and to, you know, share the love of Jesus everywhere we go and be a model of change. And so prayer becomes that point of uh, a purpose where, or place where we can really find, you know, our identity and our purpose and to fulfill it. Absolutely. And would you say that prayer always has to be vocal? I feel like there are declarations, there is praise and thanksgiving that comes out of our mouth unto God, or we sing songs unto the Lord, you know, in worship. And there is a time to lay hands in the sick and pray for them and declare the word of God over them. But how, you know, we have to have that time. It also says in scripture, you know, in the, in the Sermon of the Mount where Jesus said, when you pray, get into a room close the door and spend time with your with your father in private. So that is absolutely essential getting with God in private, but there is this secret communion in our heart where we can just commune with God throughout the day. It's like a God consciousness. Uh, what would you what would you say about that? I totally agree. You know, even when you think about Hannah, you know, Hannah was wanted the, a son and and you know, she was, you know, mocked and, and, and felt miserable because she couldn't conceive. She was barren. But one of the things what did she do? She took and went to the temple and she found herself there. And at times she did not even maybe even mutter a word or anything, but yeah. she was praying silently in her heart. Yeah. And from there, God can use that. You know, there are some silent prayers and some things that we may not be able to utter or vocalize, but God reads and he understands our love language, you know, by the Holy Spirit. And so, <laughs> you know, he responded. And so he knew her secret desire, you know, to conceive. And God used that secret desire in prayer, that silent prayer, and used it to, to bring forth a Samuel. And so people that are listening right now, you may have something that you may be heavy on your heart or that burden that is strong on you. That may be God just stirring your heart, or He is moving you in a direction to pray or intercede about something, or even at times that you may need a breakthrough in a specific area. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to vocalize it, but God will read your heart, and the Holy Spirit will help you to interpret and to articulate and also communicate the the language of God. So I think it's important that we pray, you know, different ways. Oh, absolutely. And God does not want to put us in a religious box. Like there's beautiful things in scripture that that show us, you know, examples of how to pray. And there's there's scriptures that really teach us, and you break this down in your book, you know, but at the end of the day, like the Lord knows our heart. He knows our thoughts are far off. And the Lord just loves communicating with us. And you know, we don't have to say, like you said, I love that you stated, it's not about praying perfect prayers. The Lord sees us. And even, you know, we, we pray for one thing, but he knows we need another. And the Lord sees the sincerity of our heart. And he sees that we might not be understanding what he's doing in this season, but he'll still bring us, you know, to the, to the right outcome, even though we're not praying the right thing. And that's just the mercy of God as well, right? The grace of God yeah. and the mercy of God that he knows exactly what we need and whether we're doing everything right, he still gets us to the outcome. But just the the power of prayer, and this is something that you mentioned earlier, just kind of in the beginning where, you know, the apostles, I mean, the, um, the disciples didn't say, Lord, teach me how to raise the dead and teach me how to lay hands on the sick, but they said, Lord, teach me how to pray. And this is one of the secrets in your book, praying um, kind of exercising this, you know, the way the way that Jesus modeled prayer. And you go into the Lord's Prayer, and, um, you know, I remember growing up in Catholic Church, we'd always say the Lord's Prayer, you know, but a lot of times it was just religiously, it's something that you said, you know, and you knew all the words, but it didn't really mean anything in your heart. But you you break down the Lord's Prayer and kind of what it means. I'd love to kind of get into that. Yeah, uh, Michael, that's a, that's really, really good question. I mean, you know, 
it's 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 not praying perfect prayers, but it's praying purple, purposeful prayers, mm-hmm. passionate prayers, heartfelt prayers, yes. genuine and earnest prayers is what God's looking for. But then also, it's not to be make it religious or just to recite words. You know, even with the Lord's Prayer, you know, even in in Jesus' time, you know, they they were just reading you know Psalms and read, reading prayers, you know, and that became mm-hmm. like redundant, right? But mm-hmm. we have the Holy Spirit that can really lead us and guide us to God's, you know, heart. And he, and we can lean into that. And so the Lord's prayer was something that I looked at where it's, it breaks down in, in dif- different sections, section, sections, right? And mm-hmm. so one of the parties says, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so I believe that was one part of just identifying the intimacy of the father, that God yes. wants relationship with us and that we can customize this this Lord's prayer as a model and a template, not to just read it and then go on your, you know, about your business. No, you can customize it and acknowledge that he's holy. And then second is that we can know that we are to seek the kingdom. We are to press into the kingdom, knowing what is his will for our life? What is his will for our city, for our marriage, for our community, for, you know, those things that we're called to, you know, that's yes. when the Bible says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So God wants us to align heaven's agenda, his will. And I think oftentimes, Michael, our prayers are not answered because are we praying the right thing? Is it the will of God for our lives? Mm-hmm. And so it is to seek him to, for those answers. What is God's will for my individual life? And I can really pray it and get in partnership with it and then just pray it out. And then also is that's that desire and that seek, you know, to, to, to know more of him and to know more of what God is, wants to do in our lives. And then what is our daily needs? You know, not only just for us, but for those we are praying for, those we are in relationship with, for our church, for our community, for our nation, for, yes. you know, mm-hmm. our president or those who are in leadership. You know, we, what are those daily needs? Because he knows what we need before we pray. And then also one of the powerful things is forgiveness. You know, he talks about forgive those who trespass against us and that we forgive. And also whoever has done any wrong against us or what we have done against someone else, forgive Forgiveness is really another secret, but I'm not going to get into that. But I think that is key. And then also understanding that God can deliver us from evil. He can deliver us and protect us. And that's where angels come in. And that's another secret, you know, to protect us from any harm uh, or an unseen danger. So I think that the model of prayer, the Lord's prayer is to be customized and just take it as your own. Absolutely, man. I agree 100%. And even just talking about forgiveness, as you said, forgiveness, I felt the, I felt the presence of God on that. And maybe, you know, because I feel like a lot of people um, aren't having their prayers answered, aren't experiencing the presence of God and the blessings of God in their life because they're holding on to bitterness and they're holding on to anger and they have unforgiveness in their heart. And it's not, you know, God didn't just exhort us to forgive others because they're worthy or, or they deserve forgiveness. It's for our sake because unforgiveness and bitterness destroys our heart. It's like poison, taking in poison, and it winds up being a crippling factor in our lives. And we we can't receive the pure flow of the Holy Spirit and really experience the blessings that the Lord has for us. And so he showed us, he forgave us, and we were undeserving 100%. And he modeled that. He didn't just model that for us, but his spirit, because we received his spirit, we have the same grace and ability by the supernatural power of God to forgive others in incredible ways. And I know right now we're in a very turbulent time here in in America and the world. And, you know, especially with social media, everyone's able to express what they like and what they don't like, their opinions, et cetera. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of hate out there. And- Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is, I just feel like this model for prayer is more relevant now than ever before. 
It is, and that's why I felt like it's a time-sensitive and time-release book for this time, because if anything else, to turn the narrative, the negative narrative that's going on right now, and to deal with civil unrest and, you know, economic uncertainty and just what's even going on politically, we have to really pray. And I believe that, that if we humble ourselves and seek the face of God and pray and turn from our wicked ways, then God will hear from heaven. Mm-hmm. And he will forgive us that our forgiveness, and as we ask him for forgiveness, but also forgive others and pardon them for their wrongdoings, then he said, I will heal the land. And I Amen. believe that, Michael, God is releasing healing right now. Yes. He's releasing supernatural healing and, uh, and restoration, and he wants to bring healing to racial division and, mm. and bring racial reconciliation. And he wants to uh, bring blessings to us that only come yes. through you know, prayer. And so I believe that as we just forgive and, and just humble ourselves and really seek the purpose of God. We will see this nation and nations around the world change for the glory of God and just mass revival. I believe there's awakening coming, and I believe that prayer becomes that delivery room to bring revival and an awakening like never before. Absolutely, and I think just even the church and the persecution against believers and the church and people not being able to gather in certain states and areas or being able to gather in fewer numbers. People are hungry and people are meeting elsewhere and people are meeting in homes and people are seeking God like never before. And the structures of church that were, you know, once defined as this is what church looks like are changing. And there's more of an organic and vibrant, you know, form of church kind of rising. I just believe we're going to another level. If we posture our hearts properly, we're going to another level and we're stepping into a greater fullness than the church has ever experienced. And I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I, I really am. But we got we we also have to allow God to work on our hearts in this time to stay free from offense you know, to be willing to change and be flexible and go with the spirit because there's a new wine skin and the Lord does not want us just clinging to the old. We need to be open and ready to move with the new. And you know what, Hakeem, I just feel this strongly on my heart. Um, I, uh, let's just, let's just go with this flow right here. And I know you hear from God, but at the same time, just pray and minister to those who are listening. I feel like there's people that are struggling with this transition right now. What's happening in the world, the elections coming up and all the stuff that's taking place. They need hope right now and and they can't they can't turn away from prayer and 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 rely on natural means. We need to get with God and get strengthened in prayer more than ever before. Absolutely. And I always say prayer changes everything, but prayer changes everything also about us. And I think that that's really mm. important. So, Father, I just pray right now that that you will begin to strengthen us, that you will encourage us. And even in this time of uncertainty, even though it looks like there's gross darkness that has hit the earth, but we know that mm. even according to Isaiah 60, that we will arise and shine, that our light has come, and the glory of the Lord shall be risen upon us. Let the glory of God be risen upon us in a new way. Mm. Allow us to even have clarity and understanding and fresh revelation of what you're doing next, Lord. I pray, Father, for those who are listening right now, that they'll be awakened to this new move that is coming, and they will be unstuck, and they will not even fear in this season. I ask that you will impart a supernatural faith and strength and faith over fear. Father, I even decree and declare, Father, that we have the ability to push back darkness 
and that we will begin to even become the penicillin and become the salt of the earth and the light mm. of the world and that we'll be the change agent that the world is looking for that we can bring them in to salvation to know you Jesus and so Father I pray that even in this season let dreams be awakened like never before and even now even even Proverbs uh, chapter 13 verse 12 says hope deferred make the heart sick and there's so, yes. so many people that said Lord what is going on I'm just sick and tired of this I'm, I'm not feeling well or you know I'm afraid I might get COVID or you know this pandemic is changing everything but Father we ask that you will begin to even as your word says that a fulfilled dream is like a tree of life and yes. so Father I ask that you will awaken the dreamer that you will awaken the dreams and the visions and you will begin to ignite the passion and the purpose again in this hour and I pray that Father that there will be identities released like never before that mantles will be uh, raised up new voices and existing voicings will come together and I pray for unity for this nation and for this world Father I rebuke every devourer of the enemy that will say that our destiny is not sure and Father I pray even right now that you will cause us to connect with even new people new irons for iron sharpens iron in this season so Father give us the keys of success through your word and also through prayer and that we will begin to see prayers answered even as you did with Daniel the first day that Daniel set his heart to pray Father you sent the answer so I rebuke every resistance I rebuke every diabolical plot or even every unseen enemy or uh, opposition against our prayer request but Father we will not stop praying until we see even our prayers answered for the glory of you and your purpose and your will be done in the earth in Jesus mighty name amen, amen. and amen thank you Jesus and as you were praying I was just kind of getting quiet with the Lord and I saw a picture of a, a, a healthy baby being born and um, I believe this is for a listener right now that you're pregnant and you're scared. The spirit of fear is on you. You're scared to bring a child into this world with, with the condition of the world. You're scared of the financial aspect of it, but you're also nervous about the health of your child. And there's just fear in general over pretty much every aspect of this. And we just thank you, Lord, for your, uh, you are Shalom. You are the Prince of Peace. And we just rebuke fear right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that lying spirit that is yeah. not of the Lord. And we just thank you, Father, for manifesting your peace. And I just thank you for a healthy baby. And I just thank you, Father, for um, surrounding them. You are a wall of fire around them and the glory in the midst. And they're blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And I just thank you for a manifestation of that in this time, that there will be a supernatural peace to guide you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you, Hakeem. I mean, I love your ministry. I believe that the Lord has anointed you to be a scribe, to be a prophetic voice, to release his messages in the earth. And one of the most recent ones is 10 prayer secrets. I believe it's timely, supernatural power for your breakthrough. Many people need breakthrough. How do people connect with your ministry as well as get a copy of this book and others that you have? Sure, they can actually follow me on every social media handle at Dr. Hakeem Collins. You can also find my resources and all my books, but definitely 10 Prayer Secrets. 10 Prayer Secrets have its own website at www.10prayersecrets.com, but also you can find it in all my other resources on Amazon.com, Barnes & Nobles, Books and Millions, Target, Walmart, wherever Christian books are sold. Also, you can go to chosenbooks.com as well to um, find me. And also, yes, yeah, CPN, Charisma Podcast Network at the Prophetic Breakthrough Podcast. Awesome. Awesome. I highly recommend tuning in and tapping into Hakeem's ministry. 
bless you, man. You're awesome. I just see you grow, growing in favor with God and man. Um, it's an honor to know you, man. Bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today and being with me. Likewise, my friend. Thank you so much, so so much cool. Michael, for having me. Absolutely. For those who are listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Tell your friends and family, those that you know are in need of an encouraging message twice a week. There's over 60 episodes now, and it's just going to keep on growing. And so, bless you guys. Um, My passion and my desire is that um, more people can be blessed, inspired, and challenged by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ through this podcast and just in their daily life. And so, Look forward to speaking with you guys next time on Awaken Podcast.